Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Alright, you ready, Rachel? I'm ready. We are diving in to another episode of Royally Obsessed, gearing up for all the Platinum Jubilee we are celebrations. So close, Roberta. Like I keep the countdown kind of, is on. I'm in denial that it's really a weekend away. And there are some Pretty exciting updates this week, so we'll get into all that. First, my name's Roberta. I am Rachel. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast. Also, email us. We love hearing from you guys, the listeners. So please email us, info at gallerypodcast.com. Shop the sweatshirts and totes. They're so cute. Perfect for you Platinum Jubilee for the celebrations. Up. Yeah. Rock your royal obsession. Uh, it's shop.royallyobsessed.com for that URL. All right, but Rachel, what are we discussing about the Royals today? We have Megan news, Kate news, everything. Tell us. Everything. So as you mentioned, Jubilee updates. Also, a Megan appearance with clothes to replicate. She was at the polo field. We got some wonderful pictures from that. We have a Diana flashback. We have lots of Julia Roberts parallels for good, for bad. So many. We're going to talk about that. And Tom Cruise. I love when we have all these sort of like fun, (laughs) random royal things, you know, royal connections. What else, Roberta? Any of the Hollywood episode, Julia Roberts and Tom Cruise. Let's get into the royal refreshment of the week. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. What are you sipping? We'll start with you, Rachel. I am sipping my go-to, my favorite standard in the morning, which is an Arnold Palmer, giving myself the sugar. But I just, I was up at... Wait, you drink an Arnold Palmer in the morning? Oh, yeah. It is the most refreshing (laughs) beverage. But I did also play tennis at 7 a.m. today. So I felt like I just was craving the Arnold Palmer. It's it's intense, full sugar. That's a surprising morning drink, and I'm here for it because it's lemonade and iced tea, right? Sweet it tea. is. Yeah, it's non-alcoholic, of course. I'm, I did the non-alcoholic <laughs> 9 a.m. version. later in the day, you can what just are you sipping? What are you, you sipping? I have an iced coffee, a very large, those um, Starbucks big carton ones that you can get at the grocery store for like six bucks. <laughs> I love you for that. I am drinking it, though, and chugging it because I couldn't sleep last night because – of the devastating news that's going on right now. I really truly could not sleep. Like I'm wiping my eyes right now as I talk to you because there's so much going on this Texas school shooting. And we know Rachel and I know that, and I feel like my voice is going to shake, but that the Royals are an escape for all of us, but it's also sometimes we shouldn't escape what's going on and we should really face it. And it's, hard right now. Rachel, you have been in school. Like I can't imagine being a parent right now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, I think my devastation is just, I vividly remember Sandy Hook. And I mean, this doesn't discount the volume of shootings that we regularly have in this country, but I just, I, I can't believe how uh, helpless I sometimes feel. I'm definitely, you know, trying to figure out anything I can do, but I, yeah, my heart and soul is just with everyone um, affected directly by that. And we, like you said, we're really 
trying, sorry for the sirens, we're really trying to be an escape. And we hope that we give you that during this time. Yeah. And just that, I, but also like, I I can't let, like, we can't let this keep happening. And I know like eventually when I have kids, like, I don't want to be scared to send them to school and all this stuff. So definitely we're thinking of everyone and, um, and yeah, if you have any thoughts, let us know. But Anyways, Rachel, do you have any Memorial Day weekend plans on change of subject? Hard pivot. Um, yeah, yeah, just to like I know, kind of. I know. Um, I'm sending you a hug, Roberta. Um, oh, same. Yes, Speaking I am at this moment going to Maine, but I feel like I got to admit, I'm not sure if any of our listeners are experiencing this with kids. It's not just COVID. There are a lot of germs. And so everything pivots by the minute. So we'll see how everything materializes. Finn has been just ridden with germs. So I'm hoping it happens. But what about you? It's happening. I feel like there's a, a lot of our coworkers who are experiencing the same thing. It's just... Non-COVID germs. But COVID is also very rampant well, in New it's York also, City. Yeah, it's spiking too everywhere. COVID is is kind of coming back. Um, we're going to the beach as of now, I um, am excited because I've been watching a lot of content. And content. one of the things that I really like so far is Operation Mincemeat on Netflix with Matthew McFadden, who's Mr. Darcy in the Kira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice. It's highly, highly, highly recommended, Rachel. I know you're probably going to go see Top Gun, but you should definitely watch Operation Mincemeat. <laughs> this is not SwanCon. This is just a recommendation that I had. We need just another stream on moment to talk about all of our favorite shows, yes. non-royal shows. But anyways, yeah. um, all right, let's talk about the Jubilee. Okay. Instead of a listener email this week, we wanted to get you some Jubilee updates really quick. It's not Brian May on the roof of Buckingham Palace, but it does look like the Platinum Party at the Palace is going to be a huge spectacle, including Alicia Keys. Hans Zimmer, Rod Stewart, Duran Duran, oh my Elton God. John. Like, I it once just did a summer camp better. and our big number was to a Duran Duran song. So <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> when I was like we, in fourth grade, I should add. <laughs> I also, I Not know recently. that you. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you saw this news and I know that you're probably really excited about it. It's that Diana's wedding tiara is going to be on display in London for the Platinum Jubilee. You saw this, right? I did. And Dispenser I have to tiara. admit that I was like, I saw Sudbys and I was like, oh, why is this not coming to the US? I was just oh, like, no. we got to get over there. But I think it will. It's temporary, right? It's not going to be It's temporary, but it hasn't been on display for 60 years, which is not to say that it hasn't been seen because she obviously wore it for her wedding, Diana, and she also wore it numerous times before her death in 97, but also her niece, Celia McCorkdale, wore it in 2018. And so it's on loan from Charles Spencer, which is kind of a rare thing. I feel like he's pretty protective of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And jealous of anyone who's going to be there and see it. The other update for the Jubilee is that Charles, William, and Anne are going to take the royal salute at the Trooping of the Color instead of the Queen. So this is kind of a preview of like her not being at everything, which makes sense. And we'll talk about that more later. But yeah. the first time in 70 years that she won't take the wow. royal salute. It's just kind of crazy. And then, Rachel, we have to shout out all the stuff we're doing. Yes! I'm so Royally excited. Obsessed. Take the it away, Roberta. Yeah, so we have Seven days of giveaways starting the day this episode drops, which is super exciting. Ah, can I be so excited? The giveaway items are unbelievable. You guys want to be following Royally Obsessed on Instagram. Like, I can I enter? Rachel's upset can that I we're enter? actually giving it. Yeah, she's actually <laughs> upset we're giving them away and not keeping them for ourselves. I am too a little bit. Some of them I'm like, I mean, I really wish guys, we could just keep this. Guys, get involved. We're, 
I feel a little bit altruistic, actually, just telling you guys about this. <laughs> yes. Um, we also are going – we really want to collect more. We've had some amazing submissions, but also more. We want more voice memos from you guys, our listeners, our audience. Um, I will post that link to the Instagram and – we want to hear about what you're doing for the Platinum Jubilee or just where you are and your best wishes for the queen. So please definitely send us in. It's in really 10 easy seconds to submit. or less. Yeah, 10 seconds or less. And then drum roll is our big, <laughs> big, royal, royally obsessed Platinum Jubilee brunch at Queen's Yard in New York City. Rachel and I will be there with eight lucky listeners. We are so, so excited to host this with Queen's Yard and sip those amazing queen elizabeth cocktails all day the purple well not lady. all day 12 to 3 they are <laughs> delicious yeah it's gonna go way past no i'm just kidding um <laughs> but yeah we will be bringing you all the content a special episode of the podcast lots to get excited for we will be glued to our tv also watching our first episode recorded together can you believe we will be together side by side for the first time in first time ever our tenure of this show our first time recording an episode together and what is this let me look this is our 100th oh my god i love that Rachel. you keep track oh i definitely keep track this will be our 115th episode <gasps> and it's our first one ever recorded in the same place we just together. have to make sure it's an absolutely delicious cocktail let's do purple ladies to go <laughs> Yes, and I hope you guys are excited for that because, I mean, there'll just be so much giggling. I don't know if we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get through it, but it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. All right, Rachel, this week in royal history, what are we chatting about? And now, this week in royal history. I'm giving you a really random one, and I'm excited about it. But, I love the um, random ones. The random ones are the best. They're really. I, I have to say that I spent a lot of time researching this one just because I had to follow a lot of like strings to really comprehend, get the picture. But <laughs> it's um, like a web. I picture you with like the strings on a cord. Yeah, I just like, want like a, map. a web of like yeah with visuals. Oh, love that for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so May 21st, 1992, Diana and Charles went to Seville, Spain, for the Seville Expo, which this is where I really had to study up because apparently. It was a six-month occasion where it attracted 40 million visitors. They were all there to see buildings that were created by leading architects of the world, and it was supposed to showcase the modern age and the potential for the future. It was a really big deal. And a lot of these buildings are still there, but they're kind of collecting dust. They aren't, you know, they've, they've faded into history kind of a thing. You can see remnants of them. But Diane and Charles were there in May, shortly after it opened. This was about six months before they separated. Their announcement, Mm -hmm. as we know, came in December 1992. And all the conversation around this visit was about the state of their marriage, even though it was supposed to be about the expo, as it goes with royal events. It's always about the behind the scenes. So we are going to play a quick clip from Ye Internet. (laughs) The British Pavilion here is hosting around 12,000 visitors a day. But the attention of the British press was focused not on these familiar sights and sounds, but on the prince and his wife. Royal watchers are still speculating on the state of their marriage. So I think what mainly caught my eye about this more than anything, like it is what it is with this event, but the dress that Diana wore to this occasion is the inspiration or said to be the inspiration for those 
shots we got of Elizabeth Debicki. That's where I've that's seen That's coming it. up in season five of I, The Crown. It was a. Be- it looked so familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, it was a Belleville Sassoon dress. She wore it to Seville. She also, I guess, I did look on Getty, and she had worn it in 1988 to a polo match. So it was a repeat. But I think mm. what's fascinating is that the crown Blue floral dress. Too, yes, like it's that floral, very colorful, yeah. multicolored, yes. um, mm-hmm. eye-catching, can't miss it, Diana look. Um, but I think what's so interesting is that the crown storyline is said to reference, show Elizabeth wearing it, but it's said to reference a trip to Italy that Diana and Charles took in 1991, mm-hmm. which was a boat trip they went on with the kids. It was a short time, obviously, before calling off their marriage. And I don't know if the intention was to salvage it. There's no pictures of that time because it was just a family vacation. Mm. So anyways, I still so, think the So inspo, the crown kind of muddy, muddying yes, the actual... blurring the timeline for sure. Right, which... Is a good flag because I think that you forget. It's that fictionalized. They can do that. They Absolutely. They can dramatize whatever they want. So that's yeah. a good flag. Also, the thing that stood out to me because I was able to watch this YouTube, not just listen to it like you guys are, but yeah. is how miserable they both look, especially Diana. I think Charles really tried to play the part for the cameras and tried to make it seem okay. And she looks miserable. Yeah. Like, Really not smiling at all, which just feels. And the announcer talks about the heat wave because apparently it was in the nineties when they were there. But behind the scenes, obviously, we know other reasons. I did just want to say I couldn't help but think of Belleville Sassoon and that recent because we had Matthew Story on. I guess it was last year. Was that last year? Yeah. yeah. Um, and year. just remember the pretty mo- woman moment, how that relationship with Episode that designer. 83. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> imagine damn, if I did that. <laughs> um, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that you knew that. Um, but remember how he revealed and we read that, you know, that relationship almost didn't happen because yeah. she went in and the salesperson, oh, it was, yeah. this is the, the first Julia Roberts mention that I teased Bing, where, you know, one. she was like, Harrods is right around the corner, you know, <laughs> Big mistake. mistake. Big mistake. I have to go shopping now. (laughs) So, okay. News this week. We have one big story about Kate and William and one about Megan at Polo. And I am going to cruise, but I'm through the Top Gun premiere because I know it's a week old at this point. But I do want to mention that Chef's Kiss Roland Murray dress that Kate wore. It is so perfectly fitted to her body the the tailoring is impeccable she also had it changed i feel like did you see that there the original had mesh panels in the back no. that were very scandalous i wish so we had all had a tailor out. on speed dial to fix the things we don't love about the show clothes we see online I, I guess we could all do it it's actually not that hard i've done it occasionally it's a skill but it's yeah, a, it it's is a lot of work depending on the dress. My mom used to sew a lot of clothes and she had made all my Halloween costumes growing up and I totally would just love to be able to do that and like alter whatever you want and make whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But anyways, another conversation for another day. But Rachel, the 90210 prom vibes. You were quick to point this out, which I love. I am such a 902. Uh, the original Beverly Hills 90210 fan. It was appointment television for me. I threw a 200th episode party with my friends. Like, it was a big deal. And so the immediate thing I saw was Kelly and Brenda wearing the same black and white dress to the spring fling dance. And that, I think, yep. was the first or second season of the show. And I just, I loved that comparison. I think Rachel, one of our listeners, was where I saw it first. And she's quick to the draw with all royal mm. stuff. So I, um, I 
just had to get it get it up. But also the Reese Witherspoon red yeah. carpet vibes, the Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts second reference, second reference here. So Kate's channeling all of that. We need to talk about though the big discussion is about Tom Cruise and the hand holding. Yes, yes. I don't want to talk about protocol as much because I don't really buy into that. I kind of agree with like. You know, Omid wrote a piece for Yahoo News about, like, there really is not a lot of protocol when it comes to that. And people just really say that there is. Yeah. But I do want to talk about, do you think Kate was uncomfortable? Because the bag switch was so quick. She immediately moved her Alexander McQueen clutch to the other hand. Do you feel – I looked at her face. Like, her face looks uncomfortable, But it was more like an – yeah, he, she looked a little uncomfortable. I was curious what all the hubbub was about in that moment because everyone was like, oh my goodness, like the internet kind of blew up. Um, I think for me, it was more perplexing how much Tom Cruise was kind of their es- escort at the event versus it wasn't like at the James Bond premiere, Daniel Craig was really leading the royals yeah. around. So I think he really was the host and brought L- them. Like Lainey wrote about yeah. this, right? And yeah. she's like, he's the king of cinema leading them around this. And it's it's almost weird that he, like she mentions, is placed on the same level as them. Yeah. Even though he's definitely not on the same level. He's so much shorter. Did you – okay. We have to also call out the sh- the shoe lifts because I zoomed into some pictures. There are definitely shoe lifts in his shoes. Really? He's like, he has a big heel on those things. I feel like t- – I feel a lot – okay. I feel a lot differently about Tom Cruise than you, I think. Or I just think he's so controversial and it bothers me a so lot that he's I like, feel like so close Here's to my argument about Tom Cruise and this is definitely influenced by my spouse who is a – mega Tom Cruise fan. I do really love his movies. And I think I separate in this case, the actor from the man. I know that he's a little bit crazy, but I think a lot of the crazy is also off the record stuff. So I think that's where, you know, everyone is crazy. (laughs) But maybe I'm temperamental, not even Scientology, because that stuff freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that like, he's like a whack job in that regard. A lot of actors are Scientologists though. Yeah, it, it is weird to me. I will say, side note, that Elizabeth Moss is not as canceled. That's as, what like, I mean. Or but- just they don't bring it up as much. But his temper has, like, really been in the news, I feel like, over his whole career. Like, that he shouts at people on set and oh, stuff. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Is that a horror? No, get, I, I'm I, like get, I said, like, I'm not like a f- – No, no, no. I mean, I think that that's a very common thing. I think all I'm saying is I'm a fan of his movies. Like, I feel yeah. like I have adopted my husband's stance where it's like – I think if I dug into the stuff about every single actor that I'm going to the movies for, I would be like mm-hmm. every single sports fan, like that kind of or sports player, it would be complicated. But I think true. for me, I, I'm a huge Mission Impossible fan. I do like a lot of the Tom Cruise movies and it's like the popcorn movies where I just like totally go into them. I do yeah. think what perplexes me with the Cambridge's relationship with Tom Cruise is I get that William William loves Top Gun. There's a interest William alignment loves there. Tom Cruise, and I he, think. but that's I think they where really like each other, and that's where I think my head gets a little like, hmm, because if they're hanging out socially, I am curious more and more. But like I said, a lot of the Tom Cruise stuff is hearsay. Like we don't have a lot of people that are on the record canceling him yet. Like he's not right. He's not canceled. Right, you're right. I do think this quote is really And I don't like funny. cancel culture all the way. I, I just – not related this, to Tom This kind of shows like the, the depth of like what their relationship is because Tom Cruise was asked about his relationship with the royals and he said, we have a lot in common. 
We both love England and we're both aviators. We both love flying. This is about his relationship with Will specifically, but it's like there is no depth to this. Yeah, that's, I agree. We both love England. Because how much can you really talk about England? Like you could be like, sit around. I mean, it's just, I mean, you can talk about it infinitely, but like, but it seems (laughs) strange, but we have seen Tom Cruise popping up a lot, like at that, uh, Windsor horse show. So I have Mm. a lot of questions. I'm just saying I do like Tom Cruise, the actor. Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously the Cambridges do too. Will went all, and Will, Prince William went all out with his shoes, the footwear with the airplanes, which I was, was thinking how, like, it's funny that Fergie wore those slides that say never complain, never explain, same style. And then William has, it's like, wow, the Royals are going in on embroidered velvet slides. Anyways, <laughs> Jay Ellis, the actor from Insecure, talked to Kate and he said she was super down to earth. I liked this quote. He said, I asked Kate if she would ever fly like the jet because there was a giant jet behind them. And she was like, ah, you know, I told my grandpa I would fly one day because he flew. And then Jay Ellis said, oh, well, then you got to get up in the jet. And she goes, well, I'm a little busy right now. And he said, okay, you're busy with your royal duty. I get it. But he said they were all really chill, really nice. Jennifer Connelly even said that they were briefed about how to like address them. I guess that's the real protocol. It's like how to address them if you curtsy, whatever. And she said that they just reached out their hand and shook her hand. So it's not like it's not as as uh, do not touch them as I think everyone thinks. So yeah, Jennifer anyways. Connelly also had that really cool TBT on her Instagram. She's new to Instagram. Did you see that of the was Diana? Was it about Diana? Yeah, yeah. Of her first premiere, royal premiere, was for Labyrinth, and she met Diana. So, anyways, is there I anything that was fun. else? Top Gun red carpet you want to talk about before we move on? I think the only thing I just wanted to say was I do think what augmented the dress was Kate's hair. And again, shout out to Lainey. That was Ah. our end of year episode. We were optimistic for 2022 about Kate mixing it up. And I felt like she just nailed it. Like that was so sleek and it really fit the evening wear that she chose to put on. So yeah, love these movie premieres. I don't know why. Um, Hollywood royal fashion. Yes, I can't wait to talk about it. And this is the other side of the pond. The next Julia Roberts reference: polka dots and polo. Megan mm-hmm. had an appearance, giving a trophy to her beloved Prince Harry. You know he's in this <laughs> polo tournament in Santa Barbara. I think it was a 180 from the shorts and button down, total glamazon, but I loved the Julia Roberts energy of her look, Roberta. But also Diana, because there was that polo shot of Diana with white dress, black polka dots. So it's just the reverse. Love that. And I thought it was interesting because can I call the shorts a skirt? I loved skirts as a I still don't know if it's a skirt or shorts. And I think initially I was really torn on this look. Like I was like, she's overdressed, one. She like it feels way like it's almost like a balcony moment because they're not going to have one but on a polo field like to me like she was almost like making that scene for mm-hmm. herself but it grew on me this look well, but grew also, on me a she lot fit the dress code like everyone at the yeah. event was dressed and i once think I once saw you saw the, the other people out, there yes, if you're standing yes. next to sweaty polo Abigail players spencer? anyone yeah. is gonna look o- is that her name abigail spencer oh yes yes scotty yeah. from suits um Ooh. i w- did want to also mention that the shorts i thought was interesting because those were kite again that brand and that's mm-hmm. the same as the bodysuit she wore at invictus so mm-hmm. that was cool other highlights from the polo match uh you mentioned the diana parallels that kiss i really liked that megan put her hand to kind of block the cameras from catching the exact 
moment because then they would have that Smooch. shot. I thought that was kind of interesting. Friendly. Yeah. And then the lipstick wipe. What did that was so like cute, but also like I think Matt would kill me if I did that. <laughs> really? I feel like that's so understandable. I don't know why it's it's bo- it really bothers a lot of people though, which is really funny. They're like, oh, she's exerting control. Oh over gosh, him. I don't think that. I'm more maybe it's I'm not even thinking like, of Matt. I think of like whenever I like wipe something off my child. I think too, it's like she, she but like, I'm going to be devil's advocate for myself. Like, I think she easily could have been like, hey, just wipe your mouth. Like, whispered it and <laughs> it not cute. done that. So it is kind of a – it might might have been just a knee-jerk reaction from her. But, it, yeah. No, it was – I don't know. I was fine with it. I just thought it was it was kind of endearing. Um, Angela Levin, that royal commentator, is, as, does not like – I mean, <laughs> everyone just the, – the commentary is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Rebel Wilson. This was the other thing I wanted to mention. She was there, posted a pic meeting Harry – and had hashtag Team Harry as the caption. And this was after the BAFTA Awards where she made some she Oprah references. Them. Yeah. But then I read this report that apparently she has a royal that she can text and she got the green light to do those jokes. So I'm curious so about it. So do you it. think Is it's it Megan Harry? or Harry? <laughs> yeah. Or? I went back. The jokes weren't that bad. They were really funny. So I don't know. It was something about like the, the drama of Oprah. And, well, and how she- it was not nominated. That was one of them. Oh. Yeah. And something about <laughs> yeah, I like to be in America. In fun, I guess. It's all in good from fun. From West Side Story and so do Harry and Meghan. They like to be in America. The funniest part about the polo to me was Harry getting so protective of her getting kisses from all the players. Yeah. <laughs> which was really cute because he, he like, I don't know. And the trophy pleased. lift like over her head. Do you see that video? Yeah. Like she was like just under it. I was like, please don't drop that. Don't hurt Megan. That's probably I kind happening. of was annoyed though that the hat got in the way so much. I was like, that it hat keeps getting in the way. Yeah. And he, and he had to keep ducking to like get under it. But I don't know. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, there's so much love when they're out of po- like yeah. Megan loves polo players. Harry gets rowdy after riding a horse. I don't know. Hot Harry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this no. is not a family-friendly episode. Put an E next to this. I don't know. But it did make hot, me want polo plans Harry. to go to a polo match. Like, I just wish that that was a regular thing. I know there's some in the Hamptons, so maybe we should and look into it. And it makes me it. excited for the Platinum Jubilee because this is, like, Megan fashion at its finest. Oh, like, I, I think that really – it. This look was – took me uh, – we don't see them enough, so it really took me by surprise, but I'm excited now to see what she kind of pulls out of her closet for this. Wait. So, Other quick updates about the Sussexes. There's a docu-series. This is rumored, of course, reported originally by Page Six, but and they were the ones that originally broke the story about the memoir, which is fascinating, Harry's memoir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LA Times, a lot of reputable people have picked up the story, but apparently this is what they are going to be producing next for Netflix. I can't decide if this is real, but but we have seen them with cameras a lot. Uh, and the, there's it would a big be more push like, to release it in tandem with the memoir. Is This yeah. is all the rumor. There would be more of them at home at and home. their private life versus, and, you know, their New York trip, obviously. I have to, like, kind of question, though, when they say, like, oh, it's going to be Kardashian style. Like, I just think I that maybe doubt they that. filmed one scene at home and there's mostly their work. I think that's, like, that's everyone trying to make it, it more is. salacious. Yeah. I mean, it's smart of Netflix. And I will be – surprised if it does come out around the memoir because I feel like that is cannibalizing I think that the report that said doing. they are again hearsay but that they are pushing for 2023 for it to debut yeah. so anyways curious about that Harry we caught him on an e-bike I had to include this because I had my first e-bike experience a couple weeks ago and I am oh, hooked. that's right 
I didn't understand how it works, and now I do, and I think that they're amazing. And Harry looked incredible. I like his California hat. And he was giving, like, a little tour to his friend Charles. Stavansky. Yeah, who was the friend? I didn't know. It's, like, their good friend from growing up, and he's his brother is godfather to Princess Charlotte, and... They were ushers at Meghan and Harry's wedding. So there's like Straubenzi. I think that's what yes. it is. I think I said it wrong. But um, yeah, there's a really close relationship there. So it was really nice that he was hosting a friend from the mm-hmm. UK. I feel like that makes when you're living in a new place, even if it's been a year since you moved there, like it makes it easier to kind of yeah. adapt. And Absolutely. he looks like an amazing e-bike tour guy. They <laughs> should start a little <laughs> business in Beverly Hills or whatever doing that. It was cool. And last bit of I wonder Sussex- if he points out, wait, one last thing. I wonder if he points out like famous people's houses. He's like, that's where the Was it Henry are, Winkler? Like, Is that from James Corden? Yeah. <laughs> the Fresh Prince house. Um, okay. The last bit of news, which I don't wish anyone ill will, but Thomas Markle apparently was hospitalized for a stroke and had to cancel his UK trip again. He was headed over there apparently to appear on a lot of shows. Um, I, I timed with the Jubilee. I just, I think overall, I just feel for Megan in this because I'm sure she's just racked with worries, but also like, what is that relationship? It's completely untrustworthy. I just am curious. And I, you know, obviously I don't wish anyone ill will. I hope that yeah. he's okay, but I also feel very conflicted about. I just keep getting like royal wedding flashbacks. Yeah, it's and v- like exactly 2.0. Like this is what that the before. media will jump on this and yeah. make it a thing. And then. They're going to say that it's her, it's Megan's fault that she's a distraction. I think that from a, lot of the time, a lot of the coverage is already saying that, and that's awful. Yeah, it it's should really be unfortunate. <laughs> and her sister even said, gave a statement to the press, to the Daily Mail, God of all places, saying um, something like, This is Megan's fault for all the stress yeah, she's it's, caused. It's just awful. It's really, really sad. It's, it, it's heartbreaking. This is like the biggest low. I don't even know if either of us need a low after yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Why did I put this here? <laughs> I know. It's it's devastating. And I think, um, oh, the other thing I was going to say, Rachel, is that there's like pictures of him at the hospital. From like, TMZ. Ba- from, I saw from, that. And like Backgrid and like these paparazzi sites that it's like, what? It's like, awful. It's, it's 2018 all over again. And that's what's really upsetting. So... Before we adjourn the Royal Pod here, highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Mine is just Prince Andrew. The reports that he'll be at the Order of the Garter ceremony on June thirteenth. I know, and he's going to be along. He's going to be standing alongside the Queen and senior members of the royal family. And obviously, the palace really wanted to get ahead of this and release it so that I guess chatter can die down before the Platinum Jubilee. But it's not looking good. It's not looking great at all. And I think. Um, you know, the big red flag, besides him just even being at the ceremony, which he shouldn't be at, he shouldn't be carrying out any royal duties, is that he might be referred to as HRH in the court circular the next day. So what? it's just, I, the Daily Beast, Tom Sykes wrote, this is a really good quote. He said, this raises the question of why she helped him pay off for Jufree. Could it be that rather than making all thoughts of Andrew go away, the queen actually wanted the case settled to enable Andrew to rejoin key moments of these celebrations? Ugh. I 
the decision this. making here is really not great and it does feel like that now like she paved the way for him to just re-enter is that what she was trying to do i don't know i i'm i have a lot of thoughts but anyways rachel yeah. what's your low mine is sort of a woa instead of a low but i just had to if you click that link did you see the news that prince william is getting a 40th birthday coin from Wait, the royal I did, mint but i didn't see the coin whoa i am going to try to get one of these because it's incredible but i just so gotta serious. ask you this is my woa doesn't he look What's like Charles? Woa? I'm just changing my low to a woa. I'm going to have Thomas Markle be my low. Doesn't his like profile make him look more like Charles? Like cover up his eye, like just the nose and the lip area. Like I just yeah. see Charles so much in this they, portrayal. They more, they, look at the picture compared to how much hair they gave him on the coin. Oh, good call. It kind of <laughs> fades though. It kind of fades in that little spot. But anyways... <gasps> It's, yeah. I think he looks much more handsome than Charles, for sure. Yeah, no, he does. And but 40 it's, it's, is I'm, nice I'm that they have 40 on there. I'm just the coin yeah. itself. Like, I just see Charles in a way that I don't when I look at William typically. So I just thought that was That's interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah. Kind of random. All right. My high this week is Charles related, actually, that they'll be in an episode of EastEnders, which I don't watch but I feel I like for I people should. who do this is really really fun and such an easter egg but I know I feel like I should too it's been running for 37 years which is like one of the longest running TV shows ever it has over 6,000 episodes and Charles the scene he's in he's gonna walk into this Queen Victoria pub and one of the characters Mick says welcome to your great 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 grandmother's boozer which I guess will get a lot of laughs I don't know I kind of <laughs> wish I watched it just for this to be like oh that's so cool it's an easter egg for royal fans but anyways that's amazing that's my high that's kind of fun more tv crossovers for them would be great yeah um my high is the Chelsea Flower show this was an incredible fashion show in a lot of ways. Not the usual suspects, though. We had the Queen. We had the Wessexes. But Beatrice, we talked mm. recently with someone about how Beatrice's style has really been kind of kicking up a notch. And she mm. had this dress from Reformation. And Roberta, I have to say that I really think you could pull off that dress. Like <gasps> I've been thinking a lot about it. It's so not kind. a terrible price point and it's not I sold out. It's like $230. I definitely went there, but I'm a huge fan of that dress. Um, Same, but the brand, like I would have to order like 75 sizes up. Yeah, so that is, like, that makes sense. I, I felt that same crazy, way. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, off. it's really cute. It's definitely my style for sure. And I just like Kate's style. I kind of get Kate yeah. vibes. I think Beatrice is kind of falling it's in those footsteps because she did she did wear vampire's wife too recently yeah so. but quick thoughts on the queen's chauffeur driven buggy that was my only other aspect of this that i kind of think it worked i thought it was Genius. really cool why? yeah why haven't they done this for the garden parties why haven't they let like why don't they do this down the mall for the platinum jubilee like that's they should just have her in that the whole time Looked i don't awesome. see why yeah it works she doesn't need to be hidden away when she can't when she's doesn't want to I mean obviously it's her choice what she wants to do but when she's unable to walk like just I don't know that that like uh, that whole discussion still bothers me maybe a lot it's like a I'm work like, in progress they're figuring it out but it was I think they're high. figuring it I out I love the flower show she looked like she was it. having a great time also if I was 96 and being driven around in a golf cart like isn't that what the villages are like that's that's it's great fantastic. that sounds amazing yes. that sounds what you should be doing anyways next just a reminder week, Jubilee can't next believe week, it I know and our in-person episode recording. Ah! So exciting. All right. Just a reminder before we close, leave us a royal rating five stars. If you love hearing about all the latest royal news, we'd love to have that five-star review from you. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also follow us on Instagram 
those seven days of giveaways you do not want to miss. You do not. You definitely do not. At Royally Obsessed Podcast. Please email us info at gallerypodcasts.com. And till next week, God God save the the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.